Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. You've heard me say before, these are four great organizations. You need to add them to your network. And now don't hit that fast forward button. Take the next three minutes, listen to our sponsorship shout outs. Uh, these are all companies that I used as an athletic director. You should use them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Home Campus, which is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for the Educational AD Podcast. Home Campus is also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, state association connections, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day and it was just fantastic. And you're going to love it too. For more information on how to get signed up, go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. Whether it's Snap Connect to connect with parents, Snap Store to order custom gear, or Snap Raise, their fundraising platform, Snap Mobile is the place you want to be. So go to snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com. Change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. Go to huddle.com and see why teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Gipper. Go to gipper.com. See how athletic directors are creating custom content for their school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device and you don't need any design experience. Mention the podcast and you'll get a nice discount. That's gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. They're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that is going to highlight your school's top performers, both past and present in academics, athletics, the arts, and more. It's also going to let you tell more compelling stories to your stakeholders. For more information, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. When you're ready to order, mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Bring your school's legacy to life. We also want to say thanks to District 1. Go to District 1, that's W-O-N. You're going to feel like you've won because of the great deals they can get you on custom team gear. Also, you can get it in 20 business days or less, and they've got one-at-a-time ordering. You'll never have to order a full set when you only need one or two replacements. Go to district1.com. Click on the Team Gear logo, district1.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Tables and Video Boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com right now. Schedule a live web demo. See their tables and their boards in action. Their products not only generate income for your department, but also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. 
go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets, scan the people that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing you hands-on support every step of the way. You'll find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that allows you to connect with your parents and your student athletes. Athletic directors usually only hear back from the complainers, the gripers, that 2%. Well, athletic uh, surveys will connect you with that 2% along with the 98% that love and support your program, which is a tremendously valuable tool to have. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. <laughs> hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to Missouri today, and we're going to be visiting with Josh McMillan. Josh is a teacher and a coach. He's an aspiring athletic director, so we're excited to hear his story. So, Josh, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, again, it's summertime. Uh, you know, most uh, states, I think, have wrapped up. We've moved on to summer camps and summer school. I know you're involved with that, but let's go and jump right in. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio where you were born, where you grew up. Uh, maybe take us up through your own, you know, high school and college days, and then we'll pause there and then come back and hear about your early career. So what's the Josh McMillian story? All right. So I was born and raised in St. Charles, Missouri, which is right outside of St. Louis. Um, went to uh, Francis Hal North High School, which uh, if you're familiar with St. Louis area, that's a big question. A lot of people ask, like they ask, um, where did you go to high school? So I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. Went to Francis Hal North, graduated in 1999, uh, did football and track there. Um, from there, I went to Lindenwood University, which is also in St. Charles, Missouri. Um, Lindenwood has really grown a lot in the last 20 years. When I went there, it was a really small school. Um, now they've, they've kind of went up to a Division One level, and they've really blossomed and grown. Um, and I was a track and field athlete there uh, through the shot, disc, and hammer uh, for the university. And then uh, I was a physical education major, um, spent about four and a half years there. Um, from that point, I... Uh, Instead of getting into teaching, I, I went and became a graduate assistant um, for track and field. So at that time, I wanted to be a, a college track and field coach. And that took me to um, Belmont University, which is located in Nashville, Tennessee. And I spent about a total of eight years at Belmont um, in, in several different roles. I was there as a graduate assistant, uh, track and field coach. Um, also did strength and conditioning there as a graduate. Um Got my master's in sports administration, and then they they hired me on uh, like part time for a couple of years, and then I became a full time assistant. And then ultimately, I was the head strength and conditioning coach for that university for about four years. And from there, that took me to UMSL, which is University of Missouri St. Louis, which is a Division two university where I was the head strength and conditioning coach there for ten years. And now I'm ultimately, um, I've been at Clayton High School um, for just under a year now. So now I'm at high school teaching physical education and uh, doing some strength and conditioning. You know, I, uh, again, I always love to hear the stories. And uh, 
a couple connections uh back in the 90s a long time ago maybe even before you were born uh i coached at missouri valley college uh, over on the other side of the state and uh one of my uh you know good friends she coached uh, track with us uh dixie westcott she is now the program director of the master's program at william woods so uh uh, you know, you know, Francis Hall High School, all those places, you know, I, I, I'm pretty familiar with it. Um, let's go back into uh, those college days. Uh, we don't get a lot of we have a lot of former track people. I'm a track guy, too, you know, hurdler. But uh, we don't get a lot of throwers. Uh, you know, maybe take us back through your competitive days. What was that like competing in those disciplines and maybe any lessons from uh uh, the discus cage or the shot or hammer circle uh, that uh, apply now as a, as a young leader. Sure. Um, so I got involved in track and like probably my junior year in high school. And really, I was like really into football. And then I had a couple of friends go out for track and I really liked the individual aspect of it. And I, I was somebody that always enjoyed the weight room. So um, being in the weight room and getting fairly strong, like for a high school, um, I had some success in high school. And then that just led me into college. And I just really liked, uh, especially at Lindenwood, I really liked the individual aspect of it um, I, and still being a part of the team. And one and one really cool thing about Lindenwood back in the, the late 90s, early 2000s, is we were in NAI school. And like my track, and like I was one of a few Americans on, on the track and field team, actually. We had people from all over the world. Um, so a lot of my teammates were from, any, I mean, you, you name it, they were there, like Africa, um, Poland, Canada. I mean, just I, I got a wide variety of, of meeting people from all over the place. That's one of the really cool things I enjoyed about that. And just, just track and field, is, it's on you. So, like, it's individual, um, you know, it's really just it's, it's singular focused on you, which I really enjoyed. And it, it's all up to me. Like, I can't. I can't say, oh, my teammate let me down on a play. Maybe they didn't block somebody or the quarterback missed a pass. Like, if I don't throw well, I mean, that's that's on me. It's it's on – I can't blame anybody else but myself. Oh, no, absolutely. And and you also mentioned, you know, a key point. It's individual, but it's also unique in that you're part of a team, you know, that your contribution can can also help your team out. Um, you mentioned as an undergrad that you were a physical education major. And again, I, I'm a lot, lot older than you. Uh, back then, that was kind of the path. You became a PE major, PE teacher and coach. And now you rarely hear about a physical education undergrad program. It's exercise science or sport management or something like that. Uh, what was your PE undergraduate uh, experience like? Well, I'll, I'll kind of take it back to high school. I just had a couple of great physical educators. So some of my, uh, some teachers that impacted me the most just happened to be in, in PE. Um, and I just, I've always enjoyed being active. And so like starting in high school, um, really like physical education and sports made me want to do well in school. Um, so it kind of started there. And then um, for, for Lindenwood, when I was there as an undergrad, a lot of my coaches um, taught classes. So I got um, just having that relationship with them on the field and in the classroom. Um, it was real hands-on. Um, we had great educators there, um, really great in the classroom. They gave us a lot of opportunities to go out and, and do like practical work where we got to go see educators teach and 
um, do our student teaching and just kind of learn by watching and doing. Um, so I had a, I had a great experience in college with that program. Well, I'm right there with you. I, as you were talking, I was thinking about my high school PE teachers and and the instructors I had as an undergrad, uh, as I said, a long time ago. Very cool. Thanks for sharing that. For listeners, our guest today is Josh McMillan. He's a teacher and coach at Clayton High School. That's in St. Louis, Missouri. Also an aspiring athletic director. Uh, we're going to take our first break, but we're coming back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association information management platform for the Educational AD Podcast. Um, as an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just fantastic. Uh, their staff was so easy to work with, and you'll love it too. Go to homecampus.com for more information and to get signed up. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and start creating custom content for your school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on just about any device, and you don't need any design training. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast, and you'll get a nice discount. That's gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Josh McMillan. He's a teacher and a coach at Clayton High School in St. Louis, Missouri. Josh, you uh, kind of took us on that journey of, you know, coaching collegiately, you know, which I did for a few years. Um, talk about um, the process and, and maybe the events that led to your, you know, leaving college and becoming uh, in the ranks of a high school teacher and coach. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I spent about 18 years in college and um, what great experience with college. Um, really enjoyed working um, with that age range, that, that 18 to 22 year old range. Um, but I would say probably somewhere around 2018, um, I had really got the itch to start working with younger um, people. So one thing I do on the side, I'm a personal trainer um, at a local YMCA. So I, I train people of all different ages. And I, I started having some younger clients and um, that age group, like that high school age group at 14 to 18 year old range. Um, I, I really enjoyed working with that level, that, that age group. Um, I had some clients come in about that age and it got me thinking, man, like some of my biggest developmental years were when I was in high school and some of my biggest impact on my life was in high school. And I just started kind of switching my mindset to, to thinking, you know, maybe I can make a bigger impact um, at the high school level. So I just, I, I kind of started researching how, you know, how to go about doing that. I had to get recertified. Um, got recertified in 2019, um, you know, right before COVID and, and just kind of started putting my name in the hat at, at some high schools. And um, next thing I know, fast forward a couple of years, um, got the opportunity here at uh, Clayton High School last summer. Um, they hired me as a physical education teacher. What, um, um, what were some things that maybe surprised you, uh, coming back to high school, uh, after spending time at college, you know, we talk about, you know, you know, do kids change or do the adults change, but, um, did you notice any change, uh, in, in students 
from when you had last been in high school? Uh, sure. I, so one thing with working with high or college, um, I, I think you take it for granted, like all, all those kids are there for a reason. And, and that's to, for the most part, get better, be really good athletes, do the best they can at all times. Um, and, and so it's, it's easy from a standpoint as far as you say, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z today. And they're, they're going to, they're going to do it. Where in high school, that's not always the case. That's one thing, like my very first uh, semester, um, I realized like everybody's there for different reasons, like whether it be in my PE class, my weight training class, or even like I, I coach football and track, they're not all there necessarily to be the best athlete they can be or lift the most amount of weights that they can do. They might be taking that class, well, because their friend's taking that class or they're doing that sport because their friend's doing that sport. Um, so that's one thing I, I learned really fast, like all these students are, are there for different reasons and I, I need to meet them where they're at. So it was a very big learning curve that first semester. And I, I feel like I did a lot better my second semester having a better understanding like, okay, our, our students are, you know, they're, 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 they're different levels of, 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 you know, development and where they want to be. So I've had to go back and I, I think be a better coach and better teacher and really start from basics and, um, you know, really try to meet kids in all different directions. But I, I would say, no, I would say like kids, I don't think kids have changed. I think maybe the expectations for some of the kids have changed. I noticed when I've had a little bit higher expectations um, my second semester and even with these camps I'm running this summer, kids kids seem to to go with, if, if they know what the expectations are, they, they tend to try to meet those expectations, if that makes sense. No, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, uh, again, this is, wow, uh, 25 years ago, I remember, you know, teaching, uh, you know, weight training um, in our, in the high school where I was the AD and the football coach. And we'd have our student athletes come in, you know, boys and girls. Uh, we'd also have students who were not involved in athletics, but, you know, maybe their parents had made them sign up for strength and conditioning or the counselor had stuck them in there because they needed a class. And uh, invariably, you know, a student would come up and say, you know, coach, you know, I, I don't care how much I bench press. Uh, I, I just want to you know, get fit or, or I, I just want to do this or that. And I said, yeah, I understand, you know, this is the program we're going to do uh, and I'll help you with it. And invariably, you know, five or six weeks later, that same student is running up to me saying, coach, look how much I bench pressed. So, uh, you know, those are some fun moments. Uh, any, uh, you know, fun moments like that uh, since you've been at Clayton? Oh, sure. Just um, having kids come in at the beginning of a semester or maybe off season and they're really unsure of themselves um, within the weight room and you can just kind of see them as the weeks go by they get more and more confident and and they're really excited about some of the progress they're making um, and, and really that's what it's all about um, you know them just on their journey and, and seeing them realize that they can do a lot more than they, they believe they can and I love that you mentioned that I don't think there's a single uh class course experience anything that can give a kid more confidence in a shorter period of time than the changes that can occur in a properly run strength and conditioning class you know you know improvements in you know flexibility fitness strength agility endurance whatever uh you know you can see 
that light bulb come on for those kids as they become more confident. You know, really cool stuff. Um, for our listeners, uh, our guest today is Josh McMillan, longtime college coach, currently a high school teacher and coach at Clayton High School in St. Louis, Missouri. We're going to take another quick break, but we're coming back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to our good friends at Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com and you're going to find an entire suite of platforms designed to help athletic directors do their job better. Of course, you have Snap Raise, their fundraising platform, but you've got Snap Sponsor, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, Snap Store. You really need to check out the entire suite. And if you're looking for a fundraiser, look no further than Snap Raise. We used it at our school with great success, and you can too. They even have a program where they're going to give you your money before you actually start your fundraiser. Nobody else offers that. Check out the entire suite of platforms at snapraise.com. We also want to say thank you to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the tools that allowed them to coach their kids at the highest level. Go to huddle.com. Mm. We believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a huddle school. And we want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to Vital Signs Wall of Fame and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles that will allow you to highlight the accomplishments of your students, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. It's also a great way to display your school's record boards for all your sports, for all your teams, and your school's Hall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com, check out their great products, and when you're ready to buy, mention the podcast, mm -hmm. they'll give you a nice discount. That's Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Josh, one of the things that uh, we also like to let our guests do is acknowledge the people that have impacted their career. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the mentors that have helped you along the way? Oh, yeah, definitely. So early on in high school, it was a couple of coaches of mine, uh, Coach Gary Egan. He was a football coach. Um, and then another coach, Greg Hennepin, who was my track and field coach in high school. So they kind of started piquing my interest for physical education um, in college. Uh, coach John Creer was the head track and field coach a couple of years at Lindenwood. He was also the athletic director. Um, I always thought he did a great job running um, an athletic department as well a lot of times being a coach at the same time. Um, so I really admired him for that. And then professionally, my biggest, to this date, um, my, my biggest mentor um, was Scott Kirchman. He was with me at Belmont University. He gave me my first break um, in, in coaching, really, co uh, strength and conditioning. And um, he's probably my biggest one. And then also uh, – my my last stop at uh, Missouri St. Louis, Lori Flanagan, the athletic director there. Um, I always appreciated the way she treated me um, as an employee and how she ran the athletic department. And I'm so 
Um, I, I thought she did a great job. And yeah, those are just some people that I, I've looked up to along the ways. I, I, again, regular uh, listeners, they hear me say this all the time, but it's true. I, I just love to hear, you know, the stories and the people that um, have helped our guests along the way. And it's great that you're, you still have a connection with them. They're not just names from the past. It's somebody that you can reach out and, and connect with, um, you know, as you continue in your career, let's go and talk a little bit about that. Um, one of the things we try to do at the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, I know you're an aspiring AD. Uh, so what are some things that you have seen in your career so far, maybe at the college level or right at Clayton High School, that you would consider a best practice and something that you would add to your athletic program when you become an athletic director? I think um, some of the biggest things I've seen are people that, um, that I looked up to and have been successful. They're well-organized. Um, they have a plan. Um, knowing that they've got that plan, they know that plan's not going to go perfect, and they're really good at um, changing that plan on the fly when things aren't working out. Um, so those are a couple things for sure. Um, I think you've got to be a really good communicator. Um, that's one thing I think I'm, I'm good at. I'm good. One great thing that strength and conditioning has taught me is, is I have to work with student athletes from all different sports. I work with different all different coaches. Um, I've had to work with administrators. So I think my communication um, would be huge. But th those are the three things I think of just being organized, having a good plan. Um, and then being a really good communicator as a, as a strength coach, it's really helped me um, be good at those three things. And, and I think those are three really good keys to be an athletic director one day. Let's go and uh, talk about the organizational uh, best practice. You know, you're uh, a strength and conditioning coach, uh, also coach other sports. Uh, there's a lot of different options out there. Uh, when you talk about, you know, hey, coach, you need to get organized. What do you use? Uh, is it, you know, pencil and paper? Is there a software program? Uh, you know, Google Sheets? You know, what do you do to help you be organized? Uh, right now, I use a lot of Google, like Google Sheets, Google Drives. Um, so I, I save everything on the cloud. Like all my programming, all my scheduling um, goes on on Google. Um, all my workouts, all that stuff's really like right now on Google Drive. Um, I eventually I want to utilize some technology software within our school. We're not doing that right now. Um, I've got to navigate um, wh what what is going to be available and, and what we could actually use. So I'm actually in the process right now um, looking at some software on, on what I can bring to the school next year. Um, because you know how it is now, like everybody's got their phone in their hand. Um, you know, I, I know like having access to stuff on like an app would be huge for our students. So that's one thing we're going to try to move to this fall is, is using some type of application, whether it be something like um, Train Heroic, um, Platform. Um, okay. Those are a couple ones that I think are off the top of my head, but um, I'm, I'm kind of searching this stuff out right now. No, absolutely. Uh, we actually have a couple of uh, folks that are regular contributors to our uh, 
podcast uh, in that area. I'm I'm going to uh, put you in touch with you. Speaking of getting in touch, uh, we'll do this again at the end of the podcast. But if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and uh, connect with you, uh, maybe pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way that they can get a hold of Josh McMillan? Um, email's good. So Josh, J-O-S-H dot M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N at hotmail.com. Uh, that's my uh, personal email. I would say that, that's a good way to get a hold of me. Okay. Uh, again, for listeners, we're visiting with Josh McMillan, uh, teacher and coach at Clayton High School in St. Louis, Missouri, also an aspiring athletic director. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to District 1 for their support of the podcast. Go to district1.com. That's W-O-N. And you're going to feel like you've won because District 1 uh, provides you with quality custom uniforms. You can get them in 20 business days or less. And here's the best part. You never have to reorder a full set just to get one or two replacements because you can get replacement uniforms uh, from district1.com. That's district1.com. Click on the team gear button and get your free quote at district1.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, check out their great products, and schedule a live web demo to see them in action. They not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. And we want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online for all your events, not just games, but Things like school plays and concerts, school dances, even graduation. And the best part, every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com today and get signed up. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Josh McMillan. He's a teacher, coach, and an aspiring athletic director uh, from Clayton High School in St. Louis, Missouri. Josh, one of our uh, original uh, questions uh, since we started the podcast has to do with this idea of toughness. Uh, a long time ago, when I was in high school, uh, our coaches would say things like, you know, come on, Jake, you got to be tough or come on, you got to suck it up. And I think we knew what they meant and, and we did it. Uh, in the many years since I have been in high school, you know, I think we found much better ways to communicate to our student athletes. But I still feel toughness is an important component of sports and of life. So here's my question. How can a coach or an AD help a, a Generation Z kid to develop toughness while also being aware of the very real challenges that they are going through that I never had to go through back in the seventies. Um, any advice for us? 
Yeah, sure. So when I, when I think of toughness and, and I think back to the 14 year old me, I mean, I, w- I was not a very like quote unquote tough kid. Um, I, I really just didn't have a lot of experiences. Um, so I, when I went into high school, um, I had done some sports early on, like growing up, but I had never played football and, and I had never done track and I'd never been in a situation where um, I could fail or, or look bad. Um, and I, I think a lot of even thinking the kids today, like they haven't been put in those situations yet. Um, so I think how we get a, a kid today, and I don't know if it's really any different from nowadays to when I was in high school, um, you, you've got to really kind of give them opportunity to be challenged and quote unquote, like fail and, and understand that like, maybe when you don't do well, like um, it's okay. Um, and, and one example I'll use is uh, I, I just started doing a camp um, last week and, and we were doing some testing and, and I'm running this camp with a lot of um, eighth grade, soon to be ninth graders at our high school. And we're doing like some speed and agility testing. And, um, and, and I was doing like, I was, I was calling them up and having them, um, you know, do a drill like in front of all their peers. And you don't think of it sometimes like in the moment as a coach, like, that's really like scary and overwhelming for, for our students, you know, at that age, like they're not used to being like put up in the front of a room, um, you know, in front of all their peers. And so once I realized that, you know, I, I started doing the drill and I, I realized that people were really a- apprehensive, you know, I had to stop the group and let them know, you know, it's okay to, you know, be scared, be nervous, like when you're doing um, a drill and, and it's okay to make a mistake. Um, you know, so I think, I think in high school, it's a great time to, you know, teach students like it's okay to fail and, and really try to put them slowly in, in spots where maybe they're not going to be quite successful. And that's one thing with the weight room, I think, um, is really good. Like when you first start off lifting weights, like you're not, you're not going to be very good at it. Most people are not going to be very good at it. Um, but as time goes on, you're going to get better. You're going to have successes and, you know, you're going to, improve and you're going to become tougher you know as as you make mistakes and you quote unquote fail um you know you need to do that a little bit in order to become a tougher individual like you've got to put yourself out there and that's one thing i think of like as i'm working with kids like slowly trying to put them have them put themselves out there to maybe make a mistake you know maybe fail and and hope over time that's going to make them a little bit tougher if that makes sense. No, absolutely. And I think it's one of the things that is most challenging for coaches and for athletic directors now is that the, and you and I talked about this, you know, have kids changed or have parents changed, you know, the, the parents have definitely changed. The kids are still kids, but parents today so often want to remove any risk of failure. So in, in their perception, so the kids, their kid won't feel bad. And, you know, you and I know as coaches and, and having gone through it as athletes, that that's how we get better. You know, we try and, and we fail and we've got a coach there to help us recover from that failure and, and move on. So absolutely. Um, um, that's a whole nother show, but uh, I, I really appreciate you, you know, sharing that component. What's been your experience at Clayton? Um, just real briefly talking about, you know, parents and, uh, you know, the, the failures that we know are vital to improvement 
uh, but yet can sometimes be tough for parents to handle. Have you had to deal with any of that? Not not a ton. So I, w- when I was coaching, I was fortunate to be the assistant coaches. So like the head coaches got some of that. Um, I, I've gotten a few parent emails this summer um, prior to my camp, um, you know, just uh, parents kind of let me know about their their child, maybe some of their concerns of, about what they might be doing and um, like within a weight room or, or within my PE class. And um, that's one thing I've had to get used to is like communicating with parents because at the collegiate level, I mean, I never once had to really talk to a parent about that kind of things. But I, with, with parents, I just try to reassure them that I'm, I'm looking out for their um, child's best interest. And I'm there to, to help them grow. And, you know, I want them to be successful. And I try to make things as positive as I can. Um, I try to celebrate with the kids when they do something well and and, and make it the most positive environment I, I can, really. Yeah, you, you brought up another great point is the communication, you know, letting the parents know this is what we're doing. This is why we do it. Uh, and then they can see the, the results speak for themselves. Uh, again, for our listeners, our, our guest has been Josh McMillan. Uh, Josh, this has been really cool, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director toolbox. Now we've mentioned before, you know, you've got a tremendous background as a coach. You're also an aspiring athletic director. Uh, So we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, uh, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director, which could be you someday uh, on your very first job. And I'm only going to let you put three items in their toolbox. So let's hear from athletic surveys who sponsor this segment When we come back, we're going to find out what Josh McMillan is going to put in his new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data about your parents and your student-athletes. Athletic Directors typically only hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything, but that usually only comprises about 2%. Athletic surveys will connect you with the 2%, but they'll also connect you with the 98% that love and support your program, which is a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to that frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Josh McMillan. He's a teacher and a coach and an aspiring athletic director from Clayton High School in St. Louis, Missouri. He's got a tremendous athletic background, but now I'm going to challenge him to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let him put three things in their toolbox. So Josh, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? Ooh, I, I kind of hate to say this, but the, the, I think the first and most important one would be like a cell phone. And, and I say that for communication um, and, and not, not only like, calling and texting, um, but social media. Um, I think social media is, well, it's already exploded. Um, and that's something I'm trying to get better at. Um, but th- those are ways that you can communicate. So not, not w- 
especially with parents, you know, if you let's just say you um, have an Instagram page or Twitter and you're spotlighting your athletic department, I think you need to always try to utilize those resources to spotlight the students, like the student athletes and the coaches. And those are a great way to just have little snippets on social media that people can see what you're doing. So I would say social media communication, number one. Um, number two, kind of like I mentioned before, I think you have to be um, really well organized and you have to be a good planner. Um, and, and I know that, like that's kind of conceptual and that's kind of open-ended, but you've got to be able to know, like not double book, like maybe events that are going on in your building and, and things like that. So you gotta, you've got to be well organized. I mean, and lastly, I think you just need to have an excitement for your student athletes and sports in general. Um, you know, I feel like you got to really enjoy sports as, as a whole because you're going to, you're the, the face of your athletic department and you got to enjoy being at the events and showing support for your student athletes and, uh, and the parents and that. So you got to have a genuine excitement for, for athletics. Uh, again, you probably saw me writing all those down. Um, I, I love it when people talk about, you know, the excitement, the passion, the fun, um, we have a great job as teachers, coaches, and ADs. Um, I would always tell folks that it, it beats working for a living. But, um, you know, where else do you get paid to, you know, go to events and hang out with coaches and kids? Uh, I mean, that, that, I think that's why we all got into the, this line of work was the fun, the excitement. So if you're not enjoying it, you're doing yourself and you're doing the kids a disservice. Great tools. Thanks for sharing those. One more time, Josh, if one of our listeners wants to reach out pick your brain a little bit uh, or who knows, maybe even uh, offer you that athletic director position down the road. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? Again, currently probably email address and that's uh, J O S H dot M C M I L L I A N at hotmail.com. Okay. Josh McMillan, uh, Clayton high school, St. Louis, Missouri. Thanks so much for, Sharon on the podcast and all the best moving forward. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. For listeners, we do this just about every day and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Come back next time for another great interview and just about every day for new content on the Educational Lady Podcast. We'll see you next time.